Welcome to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. Hello and welcome to Real Adventures. We chat all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. Thanks to our good friends at Club Marine. Redmond, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, hold yeah, on. I'm, I'm sorry. Whose voice was that? <laughs> you all right? Back. I actually started to forget. You got a few more greys since I last seen you. Oh, I have, I've had a haircut and I've had them cut out. You're looking sharp. You're looking fit too. You've got the guns out and the t-shirt there. You're looking you're going all right? Uh, we're black on black. Makes you look better. As pre-season starts Monday, so a couple of days' time, yep. back into the swing of things. Jeez, I'll tell you what, eight weeks go quick. All right, let's wrap it up. You've been to America for about nine weeks. Yeah, that was a good trip. You went to Harvard. Now, we did not get to talk about this at all because it's, it's you were gallivanting everywhere. Pronounced Harvard. 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 Been, don't worry, if you haven't listened to any of the shows, I've been into you hard. You have been. <laughs> uh, take us through it. What uh, did you unfairly, do? Unfairly, I f- no, no, probably. It's not unfairly. Fair. You used three weeks to go to Harvard. You're a footballer. Well, <laughs> well I signed up for a course. It's a uh, decision-making and negotiation course. Forward line, back line? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not sports-related at, at all. So I was one of only two people with a sports background. background. But there's, there's 90 people in the course. Yep. It goes for six days and there's you know 35 different countries. So people come from all walks of life. Now, the guy that I was next to... He, um, his father had just passed away and he was head of the largest, or owned the largest mine in Bulgaria. So you, you've just got extraordinary, you know, yeah, right. different variants from background. So, Any jewellery um, of him? <laughs> so that was, um, it was a great experience, a huge amount of learning and, and so much of what their teaching is at Harvard is incorporating the, it's not just lecturing, you're actually doing a, a fair bit of, of, in, of engaged learning in a sense that, you know, you're actually practicing negotiation skills and each day they sort of get more complex but because you're learning so so much from these professors and and these are guys that genuinely advise you know your Elon Musk's of the world you know some of big businesses yeah you know you know big are the, the biggest businesses in the world these are these are lecturers that engage in those sorts of things and um, it was a fascinating experience. I'm not announcing your retirement, but you're definitely closer to the end of your footy than you are the start. Let's put it that way. Uh, why? Why did you do this course? Like, you, I know you love studying. I know you, without pumping your tyres up, you, you are a quite intelligent person. You're not just a dumb footballer. Take us through. Take uh, us through. Why do you want to do this course? Uh, it, definitely a bit for for post footy and what that looks like, and and that's obviously why you and I potentially running a club or the AFL. Well, it's why you and I do. You know the fishing show that we're doing, yep. as we're we're talking to everyone this morning. But um, just to to learn more, especially my role uh, at the PA and understanding a, a bit more of the intricacies around negotiation, the skills required, and as much as anything, you you do learn what you don't know, and how much you've got to go. Yeah. So that's important. But it is the the you're dealing with so many varied backgrounds and different cultures on how they deal with negotiation so it, it's fascinating in that sense and as much as anything I think it's the people that you meet and the networks that you create when you go to somewhere like Harvard that's it's quite difficult to get into um, that you have like this network of people that you can now draw on um, which I think will be you know quite beneficial down the track as well. We are a fishing boating and not Harvard show so Patrick, let's mate, get into your last little adventure. Mate, I'm telling you, it's the best king fishing, fishing Norfolk Island I've ever had. So, so Norfolk. So, for those from Melbourne, you fly into Sydney and then you just a couple yep. of hours flight from Sydney. 
Brisbane and Sydney do three flights each week, so six flights in total from the island. So everything every day bar Wednesday. It is a it is a, a hidden treasure of Australia. Like it really is. I mean, I sort of Australia. A, a lot of a lot of people. That's a, good, that's a good point. A lot of people would be familiar with Lord Howe Island. Yep. So Norfolk Beautiful is place. that little bit further. It's it's pretty much halfway to Fiji. And further. then sort of to New Zealand as well. Like it's on that triangle sort of path. A- absolutely. Right. And and they reckon um, back in the day it was the Polynesians uh, and the New Zealanders that the, the Maoris that had travelled there sort of in the 1400s survived for 100, 150 years and then died out, and that's when the the story of mutiny on the bounty and you have the the pecans that come out and it becomes a penal colony and the, 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 it's a pretty brutal history of mm. the island and now as I just dropped my phone off the side of the chair I'm <laughs> oh, sorry I've lost my professionalism since I've, I've been away that's all right I look good um, so yeah there's two thousand people there now it yep. swells to sort of four five six thousand depending on um, time the of time year. of the year and the the tourism but the fishing my hat. Yeah. So trumpet is a species that is a beautiful eating fish, but the kingfish, for the first two hours where we, we dropped, and we were in some big swell, like four to five metre swell. It wasn't a great day to go fishing, but we had a pretty terrible week of weather with the, the westerlies. They don't normally get there. I had f- three drops where I dropped down with my jig and didn't get a fish in two hours. It was That's incredible. It was insane. It's uh, untouched. It, it is untouched. Untouched. Like you're two thousand k offshore, exactly. And there's just not that many people so, that fish it. So what are you fishing? So you go out in the morning, you jump on the boat, you say to the guide, "All right, what are we doing today? We're going king fishing." So now, if you ask me, for instance, I'd say, "All right, we're heading here for this reason, for that." Where did he take you? So we um, we were probably thirty. 30 miles offshore. So from from the island? From the island yeah. itself. So went wide miles, to start so 60K, with. Like, uh, sorry, 30K. 30K, 30K. so 30K. Um, um, and the like launched with a crane. So there's no, there is one boat ramp on the island, but it's pretty much straight into swell. Yeah, well, so I have, saw you when I was on FaceTime to you. It was the ocean basically meets, it's down the stum, but it meets the island. <laughs> like it, mate, it, it doesn't does. just roll up the island, it meets it, the no, island. No, it yeah. does. Yeah. So. And they get some big whites there as well. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it is, it is, you know, it's the wild frontier in, in that sense. Sorry, I took you off track um, there. But yeah, you lower down in the crane. Um, Scotty Greenwood from from Greenwood Fishing Adventures. Um, he's got a, a beautiful, like one of those old nineteen, I think late eighties shark cats. Yep, thing bloody rides so well. Yep. Uh, so went out in that, and we had some pretty crap weather to be honest, but. He's, if we would get to the fish, the sound of lights up, you yeah. drop down these jigs. And these are 300 gram jigs. How deep are you fishing? 70 metres. Yeah, so that's not too bad. And so is it on a pinnacle sorry. or anything? Like is it- yeah, so he finds, he'll find a pinnacle. So 70 and then we go down to 130 once we started to have a bit of a hunt around because they get really good yellowfin. We didn't get in any the day that we fished, but the another um, charter operator, they they caught three in two hours. So... Um, so yellowfin tuna. Yellowfin tuna, yep. yeah, yeah. What was and the water temperature out there, if you can think of... Do you remember what the water temperature was? It's like 22. Was? So it's quite 23. warm. 23, it's warm. Yep. It's beautiful to swim in. Like, as a place to take your kids, um, it was terrific. Uh, other than the Great Whites you mentioned. Well, there's a there's a, <laughs> this, there's pretty much the one place to swim, Emily Bay, it's called. It's where the actual... It's not far from where the, the jail was initially constructed. It's protected by a reef system. So you can dive there. It's got incredible... Um, coral reefs they have the glass bottom boat tours so it's 
it's really family orientated in that sense. And there's actually a school on the island for the locals. There's 300 kids there. It's Peter 12. It's it really is. It's like the Truman Show in a sense that it's it, it's just its own world. Did you eat these kingfish? Now I know kingfish yes. uh, can be not as nice out of the warmer water. Did you notice any difference in the eating of it? Um, yeah. So I had that same query and yeah. question. Yeah. And no, they were beautiful. Blue, beautiful. Yeah. And the sashimi. And- so sashimi, the kings, and the um, yellowfin, unbelievable. So we sashimi it up. The key with sashimiing fish, it's not catch it and then cut it straight away yeah. and then that's as fresh as it can get. Freeze it well, for a couple of hours and then cut it. It's so much easier to cut with a sharp knife and it's, it tastes better with once that rigor mortar sets in. I got Sammy Goodwin to help me out with the show while you were gone and we did a, uh, a I guess, compl- right around... A, all the information you would give us right around looking after your catch, preparing it, blah, blah, blah. And A to and, Z. And yeah, A to Z, literally. And he covered all that with you with your kingfish. Like get it into the fridge, let it set, let the it's let it so all much out. better. Yeah, so much better. Yeah. So yeah. the guys that I that I was travelled with, they had never freezed their fish to eat sashimi style. And they were shocked how much better it was. Yeah. It's so much easier to cut. You can just tell with the texture of the flesh. I've uh, got my question I was going to ask you before that I forgot. What size were these kingfish? Now, that's a big question because they pull like freight trains no matter what size. What size were these fish? Because you f- could be big out there. Yeah, so the biggest one that uh, that I caught for the trip was 15 kilo. Oh, and we, Jesus. To be honest, we only fished for two days. Yeah. So one... Morning, left at 4.30. We were back in by 11. Yeah, right. Yeah, Marty be Weather was, that. <laughs> she was. Weather was great. And then fish out of uh, out of Tinnies. There's a few guys that run a few sort of local charters. Yep. And you can pretty much fish whenever because it's either one side of the island depending on the wind. The wind yeah. Um, and that was just insane. Like I had my little little Corrado. I was, you know the, the uh, bait casting rod that I stole from you, the little samurai? Oh, yeah, yeah. Took that over. Did you? Unbelievable. Right, 12 yeah. kilo king on – it had 10-pound <laughs> – Braid on little Karate, Shimano Karado. Worked perfect. Then, was, that, was that a jigging, little jigging rod I gave you? Well, was it a jigging rod? It's a bait remember, casting yeah. rod. Oh, the one that yeah. you oh, use for the barramundi. Yeah, I've got yes. you. Yeah, right, yeah. So use that. Mate, unbelievable. It's, uh, they, they pull like how those big fish, and you've obviously got to have the right gear for it when you're out there, but having fun on the lighter gear, you would have enjoyed that it was probably great, more. Yeah. Uh, we're fishing with an expert like himself out there, out of where you were working. Going to the spot, was he how confident was he in getting these fish? Like it's untouched, blah blah. blah. Is it like Pat? We're going to get these fish. Mate, like, spot on. Is it? So it's yeah. he knows what. It is. So it's not like coming out here where we live as such. And it's like oh, we could find them today. Nah. We could get lucky. We're chasing these tuna. We, I'm, I think we'll get them. He knew he was going to get them. And it's funny. I um, so on that point, like it would be we would have great king fishing fishing if we didn't have. Hundreds of thousands yeah. of people to fish yeah. with. Yeah. They don't have the boat traffic. So you can't it, have the boat traffic. You can't no. get a tow or boat to Norfolk Island. So if they have some great weather, I've got a good story about that as well. If they have some great weather, lots of people fish. The, the fish are smart enough that they'll, they'll react and they'll be a lot harder to, to yeah. catch. But by and large, because it is a windy place, you, you don't have the numbers. And with the sheer number of people on the island, you just don't have the traffic. How so, often does he get out regarding the wind? Uh, they they're pretty gung ho, so they go hard. So, yep. so they do go out. It depends on the 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 style of punters that are going out fishing. Like yep. If you've got some sixty to seventy year olds, it is a slightly older demographic that go to Norfolk. Um, they're not as keen to push, yep. brave the the wet and wild. But you'll have some gung ho fishermen that, that go there, and I think it's untapped for gung ho fishermen. Like it's a place, just book yourself in because hold on, these things pull like as you know, you know better than anyone. Um, 
pull like freight trains and the 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 varying um that you get the the varied species are just spectacular in itself so i i can't talk up the place enough and i know we're going to go to to your week in fishing post break as we uh a good show this morning. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got well, so that's much because I actually forgot what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to jump on Google to see, just to remember who I was walking to at the cat stadium. It's been that long. But like, no, no phone reception. I've got Telstra. No phone reception on Norfolk. Limited internet. So it's just a you go there, mate, and you just switch off. Yeah, it's unreal. So for those for those people looking for, and a, you recommend it for a family holiday. That's I, what I actually do. Yeah, I actually do because. It's an island. You're going to find one side is protected. And because it's actually it's quite hilly. Kids can't get lost real far. Mate, <laughs> there are different rules on Norfolk. Just do like, what you want. The kids get motorbike licenses at 14. <laughs> and this, honestly, the top speed on the island is like 50. No it's, bag um, limits in the fishing. You just use a tub as a reference. That actually is true. It's like this time <laughs> of like the year, you can only have a tub of trumpeter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. For, did, we, for, did you end up working out? I asked you to work out. Does it matter on the size of a tub? Uh, whatever tub you've got it's like what's a general size tub what we'll just we? go fish bin fish bin whatever that is <laughs> but for those for those of you if you're looking for a place to to head for your, your your mate's weekend or a week away fishing bloody hell I'm telling you there's so many different options you can fish off the rocks because you go straight into deep water catch incredible kings off there like they, they do not live bait Redmond because they don't need why, to why, why would you when you can just to. throw a jig down and just hammer these massive kings so, at at worst, they've done it a few times where they've chucked the liveys in, and then it's just insane. So you don't yeah. need it any more insane than insane as it is. <laughs> now, so for more information on Norfolk Island, head to Norfolk Tourism. Uh, there's a few different charter boat operators that operate throughout the island, so you're always going to there's plenty of opportunities to get out uh, on the boats. Plus, there's smaller tinnies that run little charter operations as well, and then you can obviously fish from shore. So it's just so many options. I, I you know, I honestly can't recommend it enough. This might be your gaff, but I'm going to throw it in there before you wrap it up. Did you see Lekker's boat that went down on the tip? <laughs> I had to throw it in here quickly. It was a, this is a cheap shot. We shouldn't laugh, but we're going to laugh. It's a cheap shot. Because everyone's okay, so we can laugh. And thanks to our uh, good mates at Club Marines. Yes, they Lekker, sorted him out. He, uh, he, I actually he, he did was, know about this a little while ago that Lekker's boat yes, went down. Yeah. And, uh, He's kept it off social media. <laughs> now it's on there. There's articles about him. Yeah, we, we'll I say know. a friend of the show, but he's not a friend of the show anymore. No, correct. He's gone. Correct. He's, he doesn't talk to us. So we would love to get Lecker on, but it's sort <laughs> of rubbing it in. It's like, mate, can you come on and talk about the time that you both? No, let's do it. Stuff him. <laughs> we, I'm, I'm going to message him, and we're going to aim to get him on within the next before Christmas. That's you, our goal. You are, and if he says no, I'm still going to try and make him. You are ruthless. <laughs> hey, we're going to base this show. Real adventures coming your way this morning. Baz Sullivan joins us a little later in the show. He talks about the Montebello Islands, which once again we talk about great places to go and visit. It is about um, as good as it gets. But you are listening to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer and gear, all in one policy, clubmarine.com.au. You're listening to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's now time for the whip around, thanks to Club Marine. Redman, before we get into the whip around, we'll whip into Victoria first because your week in fishing has been pretty bloody good. The, the orange red fish that gets people very, very excited has been all over the deck of your boat. The snapper are here. 
Snapper are on hard. We're in peak snapper season right now. Everyone gets excited in September, October when it started. It doesn't, and I don't even fish them then, Pat. I fish them basically start of November onwards. We are in the peak snapper season in both bays, Western Port, Port Phillip, and in the ocean. What are you doing to maximise your chances of getting a right bag? Right now, you can pretty much fish against a lot of the stuff that I recommend. If that may, like, you got to remember, I put things into to have everything on my side to. Basically, guarantee I'm going to catch fish in a We're way. We're talking wind, yeah, tide, yeah, baits, yeah. timing, all. Everything all for me is like, let's do this. I don't waste my time, as I like to refer it to. But like, just an example, northerly winds this weekend, we've got beautiful light winds. Traditionally, I wouldn't go out on a northerly wind. But due to the fact that weather's been so bad, yep. I can understand why people want to go out in on the weekend to chase snapper. I get it. I 100% do. And because we're in peak season, those northerly winds, yes, it might be harder to get a fish, but if you work, work, use your sounder and keep working, 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 you're probably going to find a really good feeding school of fish because we're in peak season. they got to eat. And it's just not... We're at the start of November. I was doing, using all the elements to put in my favour. Southwest wind, barometer coming up or barometer going the other way. Whatever I was doing, I was really trying to stick to my rules and regulations. But right now... You can pretty much head out and you're going to catch fish. Even middle of the day, majority of my fishing this year has been done middle of the day. I have not been up early. Not once have I been up early for snapper and I don't reckon I've been home later than 8 o'clock fishing for snapper and I think it was only once I got home at 8 o'clock. For more info, you can obviously go to uh, saltdive.com.au. Aaron has all of the tutorials on how they go from Film A to Z on everything they do regards to snapper fishing. Film day heap of content on Friday, actually. A massive day with Craigo, new content. So just just, re, just new gear that we got out, redid yep. a heap of videos. Just a refresher of the site that we needed to do. Yep. Uh, haven't done the snapper for a few years now. Cut a little bit of stuff, so all the fresh stuff will be up on the website in the next coming week. Let's get to New South Wales. The mouth of the Hawkesbury is fishing for well for snapper right now. And there's good size, some fish going over five kilos. Uh, offshore in Sydney, they've been good kings landed to well over a metre this week. The magic metre is what gets everyone excited, Redmond. Uh, Redmond. Uh, live bait and jigs are working well. Let's head further north, uh, Queensland and Redmond, the Elliott River. Producing plenty of flathead. Yeah, it is, and whiting and brim. Just hopping small plastics along the bottom. It's just working really, really good. So what I mean by that is get it your jig head, you don't want to go too big where you're just holding the bottom. You want it to sink through the water and have use the utilize the plastic, whether it's a grub or a tail or whatever it is. You want to have that tail working. So just hit the bottom, flick it up, let it sink again, flick it up. But make sure it has a nice sink rate. Depending on the tide where you're fishing, make sure it's holding the bottom really, really well too. Coxilla. Big Mason Cox, Collingwood Ruckman Mason Cox. Bomber? Yes. Oh, so I think I saw Instagram got story. Big Mason's uh, NT review. He spent uh, a, a week up fishing with, with Bomber Farrell at Groot Island. Some of the best fishing that you will ever see. Some of the goldies that they were catching, they were 70 plus centimetres. Now we're talking. They're the fish you want to catch, not those silly sailfish. Sailfish. <laughs> we'll talk about them soon with uh, Baz, I'm sure. Uh, Mason. We haven't had him on the show yet, have we? No, we haven't. The bloke loves fishing. I talk to him regularly. He's very good friends with uh, the man from iFish, Paul Worsling. Very good friends. Why, Why in he... the hell haven't we had him on the show yet? That's a serious question, Patrick. That's your part of the world, the AFL world. Oh, and he right. doesn't just love fishing. He loves it. Like, he literally thrives off it. You are right. We'll get him on uh, before Christmas. Let's, next week, I'll give him a message because you won't. Western Australia, uh, anglers, uh, their boats are sinking. Mark the crap. <laughs> Mark the crap. <laughs> We can't go. There's there now again. a new reef. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? No. Sorry, Lekka. We do like it, Lekka. Well, it's not too soon because it's there. 
get there and fish. Actually, it probably is too soon. We need about 12 months of growth on it before it really gets to full effect. What's your report for WA? Frio's on fire as usual. It just doesn't stop. Jewfish, snapper, the odd kingfish joining in. Jazz charters, I mentioned them week in, nearly week out. Probably should need to ease up on them because they're not paying us for the promotion. But I tell you what, <laughs> Jazz Charters, Patrick, they are doing extremely well. So make sure you do give those guys a call if you do want to have a great session on some snapper and kingfish and jewfish because it's going sensational. The Swan River now, how good? Yeah, this is nice. Just I like how this. How good is the Test cricket? The yeah. Test cricket. I love watching it. I nearly not working because of it. I just I watch it all day. I just sit there watching it. I love it. And the reason I mention it is because it's played right next to the Swan River, Patrick. And it's got the most horrible bridge I have ever seen. They reckon it's two swans looking on like no, it's it's disgusting. Anyway, it's a beautiful looking river in itself. Huge flatties on plastics right now. Bigger the plastics, bigger the flathead. Now we had well, once again, while you were gallivanting on holidays, we had Lee Rayner on the show a few weeks ago, and Lee—I get the—I get it, mate. I get it. I know. I've been away. I've got a couple more weeks of it. Uh, Lee obviously loves his big flathead fishing uh, right through the lakes and inlets and whatnot yes, of yep. Australia, not Victoria, Australia. He's very good at it, and he spoke. Make sure you do download our uh, podcast on any of our platforms at the Real Adventures app and obviously iTunes, of course. And Lee went into depth about using big plastics in these shallow waters, like just catching big metre flathead. So make sure you do listen to the show. Uh, and the Swan River is the place to be if you're in WA. Big flathead, big plastics, they're going to catch a fish. South Australia, uh, York Peninsula, bag limit captures of whiting. Uh, at the moment on squid and pippies working really well. Fish averaging 40 centimetres uh, and some fish hitting the 50 centimetre mark and it is South Australia. So we're talking talking quad. We're not talking forearm <laughs> sort of size whiting. Kidney slappers? No, the other <laughs> kidney side. <laughs> uh, there's been great uh, size calamari being caught uh, off Warina during the week as well. Hoods up to 50 centimetres. And the Ardross and Jetty producing calamari and blue sumac crabs, which we Mate, love they, seeing. They're so good to eat blue sumac crabs. They, they are. are. But they're just a pain in the ass to clean. They and they really are. So you can make in sure... In a pasta. Yep. Get a mate to cook it for you and clean it. And Sammy Goodwin I'm referring to, uh, he does, very, does a good job of it. He's cooked up some beautiful crabs for me. And they are so good to eat. I don't uh, reckon there's much better. Like they, uh, I reckon... I'm, I'm calling you, it... Yeah. They're better than crayfish. Tai could I... The, Little place in Henley Beach where I used to live in Adelaide. Beautiful salmon Beautiful. off Henley Beach right now too. I've seen that in a report too, Patrick, in South Australia. Fishing very well. Tassie, offshore, Devonport. The gummy sharks are coming in consistently. The salmon being the best. But you can't beat salmon. But any reef fish you catch, don't be afraid to put a hook in it. Drop it down and you'll catch plenty of gummies too. Uh, big King George whiting coming out of the Tamar right now. And this is a good thing. As this water warms up, whether it's Port Phillip, Western Port, Tassie, uh, even South Australia, when you're chasing these whiting, you're going to get a really good bycatch of blue spot flathead and normal flathead. And they will be 40 to 70, 80 centimetres, if not bigger at times. Beautiful eating fish, a lot of them too. Uh, so make sure you do look after them when you get them because the blue spot flathead can soften up a little bit quicker than the normal sand flathead. Get them on ice and uh, they'll eat up, in my opinion, as good as any other fish does in the sea. Beautiful work. That was the whip around. This is Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer and gear. All in one policy. Clubmarine.com.au They save Lekker's skin. They might save yours as well. This is Real Adventures. You're listening to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. It's now time for All Aboard, and in the lead to Christmas Redmond, 
mm-hmm. quite often it is very difficult to find uh, ideas around what to get uh, your loved ones. And uh, our great mate Barry Sullivan, one of my business partners in Real Brand, well, we've come up with a bit of an idea. Good morning, Baz. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? And how are you, Aaron? I was good until you, you, Pat, Pat said that yourself and him have an idea. This could be could be scary. Well, you know what? We you didn't actually come up with the idea. We were we were well versed by people within the. Oh, well, I'm glad industry. because I was very scared for the punters out there that are listening. Because uh, who knows what you could come up with? And even more importantly, Baz has the brains of the business. So, what do you got for us, Baz? Perhaps that he put me in a different direction now. I was going to say it was my idea, but uh, <laughs> let the truth get in the way of a good story, but I better be honest now. Uh, yeah, look, we, we um, obviously tap into our various networks, and one of our real brand uh, partners talked to us about an idea around creating a mystery box. And Pat mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, sometimes it's a bit confusing about what uh, you should buy your partner for Christmas. So this way you have and no have, idea what's in there. You buy it, you put your size in, and then we will choose. That's exactly right. So we've got a couple of um, different mystery box packages, and effectively if you identify, like Pat said, the, the size of the person you're buying for, we will give you a bundled pack of real brand items at a serious discount. And uh, yeah, on Christmas Day, you'll receive that real brand pack for your um, chosen person and they'll unwrap it and, and be surprised with some amazing real brand apparel. And to sweeten the deal, we're also uh, leveraging uh, an achievement that Patrick was fortunate enough to be a part of back in the end of September. I had to pay and for these every- tops, Aaron. I had to go into the cat shop, buy them, and then we're packaging them up. So we- Hang on a sec, Aaron. Can you hear a small violin playing and a bit of <laughs> wah, 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 wah? I'm actually immune to it now. Baz, that violin, it seems to hang around a lot. <laughs> but anyway, yes, so Pat's been good enough to go and uh, spend his own money now. He's confessed to that. That's good. We won't have to reimburse him. Uh, <laughs> some Catch Cats Premiership T-shirts that he will personally sign and as part of the mystery box purchase, one in 10, every one in 10 purchase will receive uh, in their box one of these Patrick Dangerfield signed Premiership Cats T-shirts. And I can see so, why, yeah, I can see why Baz, I can see why Baz that they're now heavily discounted. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, uh, yeah, no, so it's all very, very uh, exciting for us, something a bit new. And we've also got some... Um, New apparel coming in another collaboration we're doing with Tuna Champions, and that'll be uh, hitting the floor very, very soon. And, uh, yeah, if you want uh, product in time for Christmas, then, um, yeah, earlier you get your order in, the more likely you're, you're to receive it before the 25th of December. And I think uh, around the 7th or 8th of December is one of the Australia Post's um, hints as to uh, get your orders in before then and you'll be guaranteed of getting it before Christmas. Realbrand.com.au for more information. Now, Baz, you've had a uh, you've had a big off-season. You've spent a lot of time fishing and we're keen to talk this morning about the Montebello Islands. You travelled there about a month ago uh, with a few mates and it was an incredible trip that you had, a trip of a lifetime really with the fish that you caught. Take us through booking the Montebello's how the, the charter operation is set up. They've got a mothership. Uh, it, it really is quite an extraordinary experience. It sure is, Pat. Look, I was um, uh, asked if I'd be part of a, a, a touring group, if you like, and um, when I didn't really know a lot about the Montebello Islands at that point. 
but the more I researched it, the more it was a no-brainer I was going. Um, and this is quite an expedition. Um, we basically flew out of Melbourne. You go to Perth and then you fly up to Carafa. Uh, from Carafa, you travel to Dampier where the port is. And then you travel 130 kilometres uh, out to the Montebello Islands group, which is about a collection of 195 islands. And we went with an organisation called Blue Lightning Charters. And they are one of the, the very few operators out of the Montebellos. And they have a permanent barge set up uh, there with tables and chairs for, for dining purposes. And they have a flotilla of boats. <laughs> a you know, flot- about a what? Did he just make something up? A flotilla? Does something I'd say. Well, a collection of boats, Aaron. A collection of boats. An armada, Aaron. It was an armada of vessels. Exactly. Sorry for using words that... Confusing, but um, at the end of the day, they've got everything from um, you know uh, the owners' boats that are permanently moored there for eight months of the year, where the family who own the the Blue Lightning Charters live. They have another boat for their crew, um, you know, with galleys for you know and kitchens and uh, accommodation, and then for the um, touring clients, they have another big boat that has all these bunk beds at the front and then a big deck at the back for, you know, doing bottom bouncing or uh, trolling for some of the massive pelagics that are out there. And they also have uh, a big game fishing boat, uh, you know, with the four different tiers um, for um, trying to catch the billfish and they can go right out wide to the shelf or they can go only two hours from, you know, or even an hour and a half from, from where you know the base camp is, if you like, and uh, chase the billfish, and it was extraordinary fishing. And you had an incredible experience on the billfish. I think you, I reckon you said that the camp had caught close to fifty. So, and selfish one of those fish. You're not going to spend four hours reeling in a, a marlin. It's it's fifteen to twenty five minutes, and it's a it's a bit more of an enjoyable experience, Baz, on the sails. Well, well, the analogy I'd use, it's a bit like catching an Australian salmon. <laughs> salmon, salmon of the kingfish no. world. You, no, cannot, no, you no. cannot say that. No. A bit like, a bit I'm, of bycatch. I'm being, I'm being very facetious because <laughs> I happened to be pointed out by somebody that um, there was a reference made by Aaron, the great man himself, that uh, he wasn't overly enamoured by catching sailfish. No, I've caught a few sailfish, Baz, and they are definitely salmon of the kingfish world. Billfish <laughs> <laughs> world. But look, Bill in all seriousness, um, yeah, we, I went out personally uh, uh, on two uh, day trips to the – not to the shelf where you can catch the big thousand-pound marlin, but to you know the closest proximity just uh, out from Barrow Island, which is a part of the Montebello Island sort of area. And the winds were quite significant, and there was a lot of swell, and none of our group got seasick, which is amazing. <laughs> but normally my expectation is when you go um, sail fishing, and I've been with the great bomber Farrell, you know, probably twenty times. And if you catch, you know, up to four or five sailfish, you've had a friggin' good day. Uh, well, it was unbelievable. It started off a little bit quiet on both trips. And then all of a sudden, when they switched on, we were having up to, you know, four and five, sometimes six sailfish appear in pods at the back of the boat. Uh, and obviously, you're, you, you've got your outriggers with your, you know, your teasers. And then you're running a couple of, um, uh, skirted lures out the back just to attract the fish up behind the boat and these billfish just came from nowhere and 
the captain, who was also the owner of the Blue Lightning Charters, basically ends up becoming like a, a conductor for a symphony orchestra because we had, at times, four and five people hooked up at once. And it's trying to you know, tell person A to go under person B and person C to go to the back of person D and, and try and uh, make sure you don't get tangled up. Uh, and quite often we were landing three and four fish at a time. And over three days in what was not ideal conditions, we got 41 billfish tagged and we probably would have seen, you know, 60 or more. Um, and that, when I say tagged, they were released, not actually physically tagged. Uh, and it was amazing. And the acrobatics of these fish, Aaron, I don't know the ones you caught might have been sedated, but these ones were tail <laughs> dancing, tail dancing for, you know, meters at a time, doing incredible jumps right beside the boat. Uh, and, you know, at one stage there, we were just lucky that one of these things didn't jump in the back of the game fishing boat and spear a few of us. Even I can jump on 5,000 size real Baz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was using a, a Stellar 8000 hour and it was bloody getting a workout. Yep, so yep, we'll leave it at that one there, Baz. A hey, good quick question. You staying on board, live aboard. Is that right? You uh on the the mother boat that takes you out. Yep. Uh yeah, th- there was accommodation, you know, basically uh bunk beds at the front that would accommodate up to 10 people. Yep. Um, I couldn't stand the snoring, so myself and another mate of mine, Rob Walker, we decided that we'd sleep on the deck, even though it was a bit inconvenient. Uh, We at least got a little bit of sleep. Uh, But there was also other boats uh, that were part of the flotilla uh, that you could go and just sleep in the bunks on those areas as well. So it could accommodate up to about 14 people. Ideally, you know, 8 to 10 would be probably my recommendation. You don't want when you go bottom bouncing, you don't want 14 blokes, you know, a metre apart on the back deck, potentially getting tangled. But look, the the um, guides and deckies were just incredible. They could undo some of the best knots I've ever seen, and I'm probably guilty <laughs> of some of them. And uh, bottom bouncing out there is incredible. Like, I've caught lots of reef species and pelagics, but the size of the red emperor, the coral trout, you know, Rankin cod, and these are the top of the... You know, the tree in terms of eating fish uh, were just amazing. And you're also catching things like Robinson sea brim, spangled emperor, long-nosed emperor, tomato cod, all these species that are all very edible. And the only time you moved was when the, the tax man started Sharks. to come in in numbers. Yeah, the, the Noah Ark. And, uh, you know, you'd see them in the, you know, how you sometimes use a term for trout where you see them sharking in waves. What's a trout? You, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, but it's not you a good see this, You see this literally in the waves, you know, three or four um, sets out, out from the boat. You saw sharks just cruising, waiting for you to start pulling up yeah. a, a, a nice red species to come in and take a chunk. And if you're unlucky, you'd grab your, grab your hook and swim off into the distance and you've got a chance of losing all of your uh, braid. So you have to be quite careful. Beautiful work, Baz. Thanks for coming on this morning and talking about the Montebellos and, of course, Real Brands. Uh, mystery box that you can purchase now. There's two options. There's a $49 Big Boys box and there is the $99 uh, mystery box that we decide what is in the box and one in every 10 has a signed Premiership Cats T-shirt. Uh, get in now. Why stocks last? 
Red's Review for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer and gear all in one policy. Clubmarine.com.au It's now time for Red's Review. Thanks to our good mates at Club Marine. Now they've saved the, uh, saved the pants of our good mate Mark Lacra over in the West. So don't take the risk. Make sure your boat, jet ski, you name it, is insured with Club Marine. Redmond, this is a good review this morning. I'm glad you've got it because I don't have one. I'll just quickly click bunnings.com to find one. What have you got for no, me? No, no, no. I've had this for a while. All right, now. I'll let you take Red's review. It is a portable, rechargeable espresso machine. Now, I bought mine from Anaconda. Stop. Coffee yeah. machine. Coffee machine. That's you sound right. like Chris Vasileski from no, Gone no, no, Fishing no, no, Charters no. here. Oh, yep. So, okay. it is a portable coffee machine. They're, they're not massive coffees, Redmond, but... They are brilliant. If you're up for an early morning fish, I took actually took mine in my carry-on over to Norfolk and I took it out when we first went fishing. Now it's good because it's not giving you half a litre of coffee as we hit four-metre four swells. Um, but it has everything It's it's it has everything inbuilt into itself, if that makes any sense. So anywhere, <laughs> anytime. You're out of form today, Patrick. It's, re, it's <laughs> rechargeable. It's all from one battery. Yeah. And you can use cold water because it's got an automatic heating disc, which makes up to three cups of coffee. Or you could just not drink coffee. Why why do people drink coffee? No, but if you like your cups of coffee, mate, this is is bloody good. This is it, you reckon? It's got a water tank that's got... uh, Three and a half hour quick charge. Yeah, it's got got a 60 mil capacity. So give it a go. As I said, I reckon I got mine on sale. I think it was about 120 bucks. I'm not sure what they are for sale at the moment. Where'd you get it from? I bought mine from Anaconda. But you can get them pretty much. Most places have them now. BCF's definitely got them. But I bought mine from Anaconda. Well, you can take you can take water out of there, so you're not like you're going to run out. You just keep filling it, can't you? Exactly. And, they, and it's the it's the pods. So if you want um, more information, I bought mine from <laughs> Anaconda. Not a plug at all. It's just where I bought it from. Uh, and you can get it from BCF. And that is the Reds Review for this morning for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski. Boat, motor, trailer, and gear—all in one policy. Clubmarine.com.au. Redmond. That was Red's review for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer, and gear—all in one policy. Clubmarine.com.au. You're listening to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. Welcome back to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer and gear all in one policy, clubmarine.com.au. It's time for Red Step. Patrick, I got done during the week uh, my skin check. Yes. I do this every year, Red Step, and the amount of people I told I was going to get my skin checked for cancers and whatnot... Uh, they're like, oh, I've never done that before. I've never done that before. And I can name so many people. I had Gary Rowan's brother in the car during the week and I just had it done. He's like, I've never had that done, done that done before and he works on a farm. Yep. It's a really, Go get it done. Like, it, it's a really good yeah. one. I've, I've just had a mate that um, she had a melanoma cut out and she was very fortunate. Yeah, it was left another 12 months. Yeah, she would have been screwed. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a far different it's not, scenario. It literally takes... I reckon I was in there for five minutes. Yep. It does not take long. The only thing, Red's tip, is... And this is not like, oh, I've got it. It's on my arm. No, no, this oh. was on her back where she wears yeah, T-shirts. Clothes. Exactly. All it takes... And I said that to the doctor, actually, when I got it done. I took my... I said to him, I'm, I actually wear... I'm quite protected. I don't wear anything. I wear 
shorts up there, I never have it um, exposed. He goes, no, nah, mate. He goes, if you're in the sun and it gets you, he goes, you wouldn't even know it was there. Sometimes you wouldn't know it's there. It can yep. just grow. The tip that I've got, Patrick, though, is you go under a blue light. So make sure you wear a clean set of jocks. That's Red's tip this week. <laughs> Oh, look out. Uh, if you do want to book yourself in for a skin check now, is definitely the time to do it as yeah, we come into summer. And then I do it at the I do it uh, just as winter starts as well because I've been exposed to such violent sun over the summer period. So I do it twice. I'm immunosuppressant with my drugs that I take for my ticker. Yep. So I get it done twice. I don't think you need to. Just they recommend once a year. Just get it done. It takes five minutes. Bulk bills half of these places these days, so it's not really going to probably cost you anything. It didn't cost me anything. And just, just go get it done. It's I'll, Everyone listening is going, oh, yeah, I might do it. It. I bet you you don't, but just go do it. So it's not hard to do. Give them a call and get your skin checked. It's now time for the gaff, Patrick. And I've got an idea where this could be going. Yeah, well, mate, there's a few gaffs this week. Um, so, so there's a uh, there's a gent that's been uh, nearly eaten alive. So the uh, Daily Mail has uh, had it on their sort of headline by a giant crocodile after stopping to take a photo with the croc. The thing was crossing the road and. Mate, she's she's every bit of four meters <laughs> yeah, it's long. A good croc. It's a it's a big croc. It was half the size of the car. So they stopped to take a photo, and the thing reared up at them, and they managed to capture it all on film. And as everyone does nowadays, you post it so everyone can see what a tosser you are. I like so, it. I'm all for it. It's great. He he <laughs> was uh, close to the gaff, but of course, the gaff this week goes to our man, the great Mark Lecra, the, the king Frenchman, of WA, we'll the call Frenchman. It. He uh, and, and simply for. Waiting a, uh, waiting a, you know, a, a month, period of time. pretty much before posting it. Did you not think we were going to find out, Mark? The, the caption states everyone was going to. The caption states I didn't leave the bung out, so he's stating that he put it in. Okay. <laughs> Lekker, Lekker's we got. We better get him on the show. Lekker's got the gaff this week. So well done, Lekker. We love you. Uh, we're glad everything's safe and sound. Uh, Redmond, thanks for coming us, back mate. to your show, Patrick. I uh, appreciate having you back. <laughs> it, it's good. <laughs> last, the last one there. I had to, I had to sneak it in. Hey, looking the real, listening to Real Adventures, Patrick. Yes, exactly right. Uh, huge couple of shows as we head into Christmas. Next week, we are giving you our top 10 gift items as we head into the Christmas period, uh, whether that be for your brother, your father, all fishing and outdoor related, of course. So make sure you tune in for that. This has been Real Adventures. Thanks for listening.